Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope everyone is enjoying and we'll have a complete long weekend here for Memorial Day weekend and up front we will say thank you to all those men and women out there that uh, have served or are currently serving in our serving in our armed forces and we thank you so much uh, for doing that. Kevin Flesh in studio with me today. Kevin, how are you sir? I'm great Scott. Great to see you. Yes and I want to say thank you to all of our armed forces too. Um, it's amazing the the liberties we have. It is every week just the the same thing that we we talk about all of the the things that we do in the outdoors and that's mm-hmm. that's the men and women in service that make sure that we're able to do those things. Sure, and we have some great groups. We do some things with American Heroes in Action, uh, Outdoor Buddies, and some great groups that really can help uh, some of our. Injured folks, uh, get back out in the outdoors and enjoy that, and we'll be having them back on a show very, very soon. But, Kevin, I wanted to talk about the – we have you on a lot just talking about the outdoors, but uh, your real job, an attorney, yeah. of course, here. Absolutely. Uh, that's what your wife probably reminds you every once in a while. you got to work <laughs> like mine. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah she, uh, she, she reminds me that we, – uh, We can't be hunting and fishing all the time. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to bring up a little bit of the legal aspect. It seems like over the last few years we've seen a lot of this where – you know, different altercations out um, in the outdoors. You know, guy goes up and maybe built a stand. Somebody's on his stand, or you think you're on the right property. Somebody comes up and confronts you and wants to kick you off. Or, or unfortunately, we've had this happen where people shoot at somebody right. thinking it's an animal, and you get into an altercation there. So I want to talk about some of the legal aspects uh, of this. And um, I guess, first of all, we can just start with, you know, What's just some tips you can give us of if you get into something with somebody and we'll forget why right now, but right. just that face-to-face deal. What are just some tips we got to remember? Yeah, so I think I think the first thing that we all have to remember when we get into these situations is we're here to have a good time, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes we forget that 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 this is a leisure activity. Generally speaking, what we're doing, either hunting or fishing, and when you get into a situation where you start getting into where you have to think about, well, what would Kevin Flesh, the lawyer that I hear on Sportsman Colorado do, or give me advice to do, then you're probably in a situation where you have to just step back a a few steps. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first thing is it's it's much like anything else in life, right? You, You get into a situation, especially hunting, where everyone has a weapon. It can get serious really quickly. Yeah, real quick. So you've got to keep that in mind. Um, and, and you don't want to get into a situation where you push the envelope and something does happen where somebody gets charged with a menacing. Or, because even though you're both, everybody's out in the field hunting, those weapons can, can be used to scare someone. And as soon as you do that, that's a felony menacing. So I'm arguing with you. All of a sudden, I feel threatened a little bit. And I just pull my gun and point it at you and say, you better back up. Right. That's a menacing. I've done it. Yep. Okay. Now, if the other person has a weapon themselves, you certainly have a defense. But now you've been charged, and now you're fighting about whether or not you acted reasonably. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're talking about, right? What's the reasonable thing to do in this situation? Well, the reasonable thing to do is to have cooler heads and not... I mean, if there's a disagreement about a stand in a, on a public property... Um, let's take a moment and figure out wh- what exactly everybody is doing. Right. And, and if it be- comes to a point where someone else is, 
is so aggressive about it, then you need to ba- just back up. Because you got to realize, you you can be a hundred percent in the right, but man, yes, you pull a weapon or somebody pulls one on you, and whatever happens from that point on, your life is going to change forever, no matter no matter right what. Wrong. Right, exactly. Especially if someone is shot. Yeah, I mean that changes the dynamics completely. But just pulling a weapon on it is immediately a crime. Um, and and I know people want to say, well, that's not right. I should be able to defend myself. And you certainly can. But the point is, is you've just gotten yourself into a situation now where you have to defend yourself in court later in front of a bunch of folks that weren't there and don't know exactly what happened. And it just, if you can handle it in a different fashion so it doesn't escalate to that point, you're much better off. Certainly back out, call Division of Wildlife, get them involved, or if you're on a federal facility, get the feds involved, say, this is what's going on, I need some help in figuring out what I should do from that standpoint, and then let things cool down and figure it out. I mean, I see it fishing. Mm -hmm. Guys get get, um, really concerned about somebody else coming into their fishing spot, spot. (laughs) right (laughs) on this Colorado River. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's all public water. It's like, I I understand. And there's certainly things that people can do that it's manners. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to is, is do you want to have a person that you don't know fishing five feet from you? Well, of course not. You've come out to the out of doors to get away from people. Mostly. Right. There are some people that like that, but I like, I'm not one of them. So I, I always think, well, if there's a person there, I want to go 100 yards from them mm-hmm. and start my fishing because I want, to, I want them to have a good experience, too. And, and that's sort of, what would you want another family member? How would you want them to be treated? Or how would you want that person that you really care about in your life? What, what would they, uh, how would they respond to the way that you're handling the situation? And think of that if you can, because normally that'll settle, settle us down. You know, a, a, a mentor lawyer of mine often said to me, well, what would Jesus do? <laughs> you know, and I mean, yeah. and, and, and if you really have, if you're religious, first of all, if you're not, it really doesn't help you in any context. <laughs> but a lot of times it really helps. And what would a person that you think is really even keeled and really smart about these sorts of situations do? And if you get yourself into that situation where you're sort of in your mind playing through what the person would do, well, that normally will get you to where you need to go. And it's not really a legal issue. It's right. it, it's. And it's much like any other. We've had all kinds of folks on that talk about, especially Division of Wildlife, we want people to act ethically in the field. Right. And that's what it is. It's ethics. It's, it's treating people you want to, the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you're normally going to be okay. And then if you do have a jerk that you run into, you know, yep. see what you can do relating to helping them. Either that, if they're, they're not helping you and you're not helping them get out of the situation, pull back and then figure it out. Right. And another thing, you know, on, on property, and we've talked about this with Colorado Parks and Wildlife as well, where, you know, it's your responsibility to know where you're hunting. And a lot of times it can be very confusing. Maps may not show exactly. But, you know, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you're on my property right. and stuff, it's probably best to back off of there and then go do your research instead of getting into it. Absolutely it is. Yeah. First of all, what you want to do is you'd never want to admit that you're on someone's property and that you know it because there's some knowing knowingly component to trespassing right so you want to you want to apologize you want to get back onto a position of 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 a place that you know is public or that you know is your own that you have the right to be there on private land and and see how you can make it better for that person to apologize because my experience with that is landowners that that confront people relating to these things it's a pattern for them they know people that will do this on a regular basis you don't want to be that person 
And so you want to fall back as best you can, figure out where you're at, what you're doing. And there's such good mapping out there now. Yeah, absolutely. That, that we should be able to figure that out pretty quickly and make sure that you're, you, you are where you're supposed to be and that it, it is something that you're legally entitled to be on. Yeah. And don't get into, uh, don't get into arguments. Again, landowners... Landowners will know. They know exactly <laughs> where their lines are. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And don't do, you know, we've had people say, oh, I, I know this show to be public. And when there was a gate and it had a chain, a lock on it, so I cut it. Yeah. You know, probably not a good not, idea. Not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, every state is different, too. Talking about fishing, Colorado, we can float anything that you can float. The water is public, but you can't step on the, the land underneath the water unless you have permission or it's public. You go up to Montana, everything that's below the high water mark is public. So you can walk anywhere you want on stream beds up there. You can't do it down here. So it could be as well, folks that are new to the area, that because they came from a state where the water laws were one way and Colorado is different, you want to make sure you understand what the laws are in the, in the states that you're in. Sure. Um, Alaska, for example, you can't have... Um, you can't on waders. You can't have the uh, felt soles in in Alaska because they've decided that they uh, there's too much contamination from a felt sole. But it's okay in Colorado. So it's just a situation where wherever we go, we want to make sure that you understand what know the, the law, know regulations, the law. yep, all that. And if you don't know, just ask. Sure. And look at the regulations. And you know. Always suggest putting this number in your phone. Kevin's with us a lot during our weekday show on Haystack Help, but always. I like having his number on my phone because if you get into a situation, you need an attorney. First of all, I want one that's, um, you know, pro gun, that's uh, pro our outdoor and sports, and it's a sportsman himself, and will understand all the issues and how to help you. So I highly suggest you put this number in your phone: 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. If you have just been in an accident, there is a lot going on. With the screeching tires, crunching metal, and breaking glass, it's hard to remember what to do. That's why Kevin Flesh of Fleshlaw wants you to remember to panic. No, he doesn't mean run around screaming or start hyperventilating. He means use the acronym P. A-N-I-C to remember what to do. P is for police. Call the police immediately. It's very important to have an official record of what happened. A is assess, as in assess all of your injuries and seek medical care if necessary. N is for never admit fault. It's your job to take care of yourself, not to determine who is at fault. I is for insurance. Take pictures of the other person's insurance and ID info and get pictures of the accident if you can. And finally, C is for Call Kevin Flesh. Kevin Flesh is more than just a name used to intimidate the insurance companies. He will help you. If you've been injured in an accident, call Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 for a free consultation, and he'll help you get the compensation that you deserve. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. And because we know that your pet will have many different needs throughout its life, we offer complete pet care services every day, all at one location. Whether your furry friend needs a checkup, advanced medical care, surgery, boarding, grooming, obedience training, food, care products, or toys, we are here for your pet seven days a week. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, we know that you want the very best for your pet which is why you can count on us to provide top-notch care in everything we do. We are certified with the highest rankings by the American Animal Hospital Association, 
and hold a gold star rating with the Better Business Bureau. You and your pet can visit us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. Learn more about us by visiting our website at LoneTreeVet.com or just give us a call at 303-708-8050. Tired of walking into gun stores and seeing the same guns everywhere you go? Check out our sponsor, Old Steel Historical Firearms. Hi, this is Scott Watley of Sportsman of Colorado. At Old Steel, they specialize in the purchase and sale of historical firearms. Need to get your firearm collection appraised? They can help. Buy, sell, trade, and consignments are welcome at Old Steel. Open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Old Steel Historical Firearms is located at 12 East Gerard Avenue in Inglewood. That's just two blocks north of Hamden, off Broadway. Now you can own a piece of history at Old Steel Historical Firearms. Call 720-662-7252. That's 720-662-7252. Check out their website, oldsteelguns.com. Hi, Dan Johnson, General Manager at Len Lyle Chevrolet. You know, I hear it all the time. If you give me a good enough deal, I'll buy your vehicle. So here it is. A 2017 Crew Cab 4x4 loaded for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or how about a 2017 Chevy Cruze sign and drive lease for only $199 a month? Heck, that's cheaper than a used car. And we'll pay top dollar for your trade-in. So go east and pay the lease. Len Lyle Chevrolet I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure and check out our website, sportsmanofcolorado.com. Help out our sponsors there. Because of them, uh, we are able to be on air have been since 2000, uh, let's see, what year did we start here? I'm trying to, 2013. So uh, you know, we could not do it without our sponsors. So um, help these folks out. Again, we've got a lot of great sponsors, a lot of them to do with the outdoors, some not. But, uh, again, all these folks we know and trust and use personally, so check them out. Glad to welcome back in studio a couple of fellows we had uh, recently on the show, Henry Ferguson and Tim Lang. And something that we call or they call not fit to hunt. So, guys, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Scott. All right, not fit to hunt. Now, that probably just had a lot of guys and gals out there going, man, so glad <laughs> to see something like this. We've seen it. And, you know, I mean, we're friends with some other guys that have some other deals that are just into a different thing. Absolutely. Right. And so, um, and it's fine. Boy, you want to get out there and you want to haul all the bags and do all the, the push-ups and all the different things. That's cool. But you know what? Not everybody's got the time for that. Not everybody just sincerely wants to do that. We want to be in shape. And I think you got to be in, you know, some shape to get out there because you're not doing yourself any service by not being in some shape. Hey, the Absolutely. mountains are unforgiving. They Absolutely. will they will get their due out of you Absolutely. one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so, But uh, let's talk about how you came up with this idea. Well, so it was kind of funny. Um, I, I just actually, one day I was, I was hunting out in Utah this last winter and I had stopped at a gas station on the way to grab uh, a cliff bar or power bar. Okay, it was a Butterfinger. <laughs> and, uh, 
and I was on the mountain and I took a picture of it and I, it said three servings per package. And I, I simply put on Instagram, I said, when will the makers of energy bars stop judging us and telling us how many servings it will take to finish this package? And I just put the hashtag not fit to hunt. And the funny thing was my inbox blew up. I got messages from all kinds of people going, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. It's, it's long overdue. And, and, and the funny thing was I, immediately I just started laughing because I thought, wow, I, I really hit a nerve here. Mm -hmm. And so as, as Tim and I kind of started talking about it, um, a friend of ours, Craig, who I taught how to shoot a bow years ago said, Hey, why don't you do something with this? Why don't you start doing YouTube videos? And I mean, honestly, he had more vision for this than we did, but he, he helped us kind of hone it down and say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is how you can provide a service to other people. And, um, but you know, the funny thing is, I mean, before we get too far down that road, I have a lot of respect for those guys, those guys who are oh, no, no. putting their absolutely. time in. Absolutely. It's a, you know, Hey, we all just choose to spend our time in different ways. I mean, we all mm -hmm. have limited amount of time with families, jobs, you know, hobbies, you know, and all these other things that take up our time. But for us, we, you know, we just choose to focus our time a little differently. So absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, uh, when Henry first posted that, I thought, boy, he just hit the nail on the head with that. You know, I, I always considered myself a very attractive man <laughs> <laughs> and try and convince my wife of that every day. <laughs> but I've let myself go over the last few years. And so, but I still love to hunt and, I would love to be that guy that gets to the gym all the time. And could I reprioritize my life and, and sure. do it? I I'm probably sure. could. I right. probably could, but I haven't. And so this idea of capturing this, this crowd, maybe, if that's the way you want to put it, of people who are out there like us, mm -hmm. who still love to hunt. And I think we've been relatively successful in our hunting adventures. I mean, we sure, go out yeah. and we, we harvest big game animals almost every year. We've got tags in our pockets. And so... Um, I think we figured a few things out and we're not that guy that you don't have to be that guy that goes to the gym at four o'clock in the morning every day to get there and to do that. And I think we can share some of that knowledge with others. And that's, that's where not fit to hunt was born. Right. Yeah. Okay. So on your YouTube, um, channel and all that, uh, let's talk about that, how to get to it, how to find it. And then, uh, what we'll be seeing on that. Sure. Well, first of all, if I could make a plea real quickly here, I, I coach my son's lacrosse team and there's an 11 year old kid on his team who's talking a lot of junk to me because he has more subscribers on his YouTube channel than me. And he does really cool videos like fidget spinners and stuff like that. So, you know, we're providing actual content. here. Right. So, <laughs> but, but really it's uh, just go to look up, not fit to hunt on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, or notfittohunt.com, mm -hmm. and uh, we can they'll all kind of lead you back to, to a central point there. But what we're doing, so far we have four videos up. We'll have a fifth one up here pretty soon, but this uh, the first four videos have really focused on archery form. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I feel that most of us, if we put a little bit more effort into our shot process, we could see those archery uh, success rates jump from, you know, 20 percent ish in that range for deer 
and you know like 10 percent for elk we could see those jump up quite a bit because it never fails we'll be at the archery shop you know shooting a league or shooting tournaments or whatever and you always i always ask guys how was your season and i mean it's just kind of i don't know if it's small talk or what but it almost never fails right guys are talking about the one that got away and it didn't get away because they couldn't get in close enough typically they get away because the guy missed Mm -hmm. and that's something that i feel that we can help people prevent that right you know we just want to we want to we've been able to help a lot of people become better shooters just on a personal one-on-one level and really what we wanted to do the whole emphasis and idea behind this was to broaden that reach and be able to help people who have access to a smartphone or a tablet or computer or whatever they're watching this on you know and whatever they're looking at our blog posts and you know different things that we can we can kind of help they can kind of help learn from our experience right and one thing too i've noticed over the last few years especially it seems like this has really turned into a sport for both genders i mean you see a lot of women shooting and a lot of women can flat shoot yeah (laughs) i mean you know and kids are getting into it which i think is great and you know i think it's a, a great thing i mean you know Take your kid to go practice with them and take them shooting and things like yeah. that. Man, they'll remember that forever. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we we uh, we feel like we're given that knowledge, not only shooting knowledge. So the the rifle guy may say, "Hey, well, what does not fit to hunt What's have in to it offer for me?" me. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we are archery guys. I mean, plain and simple. Sure. But that's part of the equation. The other equation is we're hunting units that may not be the best quality units, but are we scouting? We're finding the big deer in the units, mm-hmm. and how we scout. You know, those will be upcoming episodes. Yeah. How we're scouting, what we're doing, what glass we're using. Because, I, I mean, I feel glass is probably the most important sure. piece of equipment in my bag or around my neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't have the right glass to find the animals, you're you're going for long hikes right. with your bow or with your rifle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so there's up, upcoming episodes that will be beneficial for not just the archery hunter, but also the rifle hunter. People who want to learn what we do to scout. Mm-hmm. And you may like it, you may not, but the proof is in the pudding, I think. With, with the success rate that we've had, and we've, right. we've killed some pretty big animals. NotFitToHunt.com. Also, check them out on YouTube, their Facebook page. And, uh, you know, if there are some things that maybe you would like for them to touch on, you know, shoot them a message through there uh, on some of the different topics that maybe you would like to say, hey, I've never seen anybody address this issue with archery hunting, different things like that. Uh, you know, these guys will get you fixed up. And, again, that's why I've got them on the show. I mean, they are – very good at what they do and uh, very successful out in the field and uh, that's what counts so again it's not fit to hunt.com you know what we might say this segment's brought to you by bluebell millennium crunch that's my favorite all right so we're going to go with that this segment's brought to you by bluebell ice cream millennium crunch the official ice cream of not fit to hunt and sportsman of Colorado. So <laughs> all over that. That's uh, that's what we've been lacking is a, is the right sponsors. Exactly. As soon as we can get guys like five guys to to capture the vision here, <laughs> yes. Then uh, you know we're gonna be we're gonna be just fine. But now we really we wanna we we just wanna help people become better at what they're doing. I mean this is a it's not a hobby for us. Right. It's a passion, and it's something that just means a tremendous amount to us to be, you know, to work hard throughout the year, work hard at scouting, work hard. I mean, hey, I I do have a a gym membership. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say we're in, like, a committed relationship, you know. (laughs) I mean, we see each other a couple times a week, but, uh, you know, I – 
I don't know. I, I think we're in a committed relationship, but uh, I, I've always kind of felt, Scott, that I was about 100 sit-ups away from perfection. Right. And, I mean, now I, I think maybe I might need 200, but <laughs> I just don't have that kind of time. Exactly. But, uh, but no, all, all of our videos are going to emphasize, you know, the things that we do. And trust me, we are not afraid to poke a little fun at ourselves. And, sure. You know, some laughs at our own expense. Um, but but really, it's it's just a matter of, of kind of demystifying the process, mm -hmm. you know, and making it. Yeah. I, I We wanted people who, you know, maybe the guy who's sitting in Missouri watching, you know, who wants nothing more than to come out and shoot a deer, you know, a mule deer or an elk out in right. Colorado. But he's looking at it, and all of these websites and everything are making him think that he's got to be a triathlete to make that possible. Sure. And, you know, we just want him to know, uh, yeah, there is a certain level of fitness required to get in there and be able to get up and down that mountain day yeah. after day. But, you know, there's other things that you need to have in your bag as well. That's one of the tools in the tool belt. And But, you know, we just want to help make sure all those other tools are sharp and ready to go as well. Absolutely. Well, guys, it's been fun. We'll do this again, and uh, we'll see how much better we can get it not to, to hunt. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Awesome. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. Be sure and check them out, notfittohunt.com. Give them a like on Facebook. Follow them. Check out the YouTube videos. Again, uh, these are going to be well done, I promise you. And even and no matter what hunter you are, rifle, archery, whatever, I think it will make you a better hunter as well, an outdoorsman and sportsman. We'll be right back. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. What if it was possible to train your body how to burn excess fat through natural homeopathic means? Dr. Julie Marchial uses a time-tested protocol to unlock unnecessary fat stores in your body, converting fat into energy so you can experience permanent weight loss. Because this remarkable method targets only your bad fat, leaving vital stores of necessary fat untouched, your body will begin to experience balance in a new and healthier way. As Dr. Julie leads you through her unique weight loss program, your brain will gradually relearn what it means to feel full and to feel hungry. You will find many of your old cravings simply disappear. Call Dr. Julie at Ascent Health Center today to find out how KLZ hosts John Rush, Scott Watley, and Dan Muir put their bodies to work for them with unbelievable results. Call 303-343-8800, that's 303-343-8800, or go to ascenthealthcenter.com. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store, family owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. 
you will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 67 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven days a week. 720-468-0050. Well, we did it now. Hi, Dan Johnson from Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And we received a special allocation of over 600 new Chevrolets. And we're out of room. So to relieve our problem, check these deals out. A 2017 Silverado Crew Cab 4x4 for up to $11,000 off MSRP. Or lease a 2017 Chevy Cruze for only $199 a month, sign and drive. Or a 2017 Chevrolet Equinox for up to $6,000 off MSRP. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads rush to reason with john rush weekdays from three to seven on klz 560 welcome back to sportsman colorado again my name is scott watley thank you so much for joining us today we're gonna go to the phones now and talk to our good friend trevin stolfus we haven't talked to trevin here in a couple of months i wanted to get trevin back on the show so bud how are you I am great. I'm just just peachy. <laughs> <laughs> well, great to get you back on here. It's been a while as I think you and Willie were on together last time we had you on, but uh, glad yeah. to have you back on. Once again, Trevin is the host of Outback Outdoors. You can catch them on the Sportsman's Channel, and we'll talk a little bit about that here in a few moments. So, man, we're getting that time of year where everybody's anxious to see what's going to be going on with their big game hunting season, what they're going to draw and all the different deals. But um, let's talk a little bit about the, the draw and all and the, the excitement level or, or some of the disappointments that you already know some people have. Yeah, I'm one of them. I, I, do, I honestly think I'm going to win the lottery before I get a moose or a sheep tag in Colorado. You know, I was talking with our good friend Quentin Smith about this. There's seems like there's got to be a better way, you know, for this, especially like the moose tag, sheep tags, for people to put in 20, 25 years and still never draw. Wow. And I don't know the answer. I just wish, boy, there was a different way. I don't know the answer either. I mean, if you look at the different ways states do it, I mean, Colorado's isn't, I mean, it's not out of whack what I like about elk is you can look and you can look at an area and you can say, okay, I can plan when I have X, Y, Z number of points that I'm going to be able to hunt that. And you have a pretty good idea on that. Mm -hmm. It's not that way when you're dealing with moose and, and you know, these, these others, the, the, the big horn and sheep or, or does, you know, it's a different drawing system. And, and I don't, we don't have time today to go into that, but uh, you know, if you're dealing with that, you do you end up having guys that have 25 yeah literally 25 years they're they're maxed out on preference points and guys with six you know weighted preference points or eight weighted preference points are drawing before them but it is the luck of the draw it is that is part of the game and i don't know a fair way to do it because if you do it any different scott you run the risk of the rich get to hunt and the middle class, you know, guys like you and I just, 
Well, you know, we, 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 we're stuck with, the, with some of the other stuff. We might never be able to go on a sheep hunt. So, yeah. uh, you know, you have to be careful there. You, you, it's got to be a fair system, but there's got to be some chance in there in order to make it even and, 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 and possible. Otherwise, it, it becomes uh, unattainable financial-wise for, for us. Absolutely. You know, I emceed a uh, Highlands Ranch a chapter for Ducks Unlimited early May, and they had the governor's tag for moose. And uh, that went off in an auction. You want to guess how much that went for? <laughs> I can't even imagine. $62,000. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. And you, know, yeah. and you know what? Here, I will say this about things like that. I'm okay with that. No, but I am too, and I mean, of course, the great organizations and making money and all. But uh, go ahead with your thoughts on that. Well, I think with that, though, Scott, I think we're dealing with uh, something that a lot of that money goes back into conservation, mm-hmm. and you know, it's for the greater good of 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 the conservation of that animal, or not even just that animal, perhaps another animal. And so, that I'm okay with that. Um, now, if that becomes the norm, if that was the only way to get those tags then that's where you exactly. really, you know, that's when, that's when it starts to get become into class warfare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our guest is Trevin Stolfus. Trevin is a host of Outback Outdoors and a good friend of ours personally and on our show. And um, we're going to be talking a little archery as we've been doing here the last couple of weeks. But uh, that's one thing I wanted to bring up real quick is the um, is No Limits Archery, of course, a great friends of ours, uh, Phil Mendoza, and just a terrific, terrific shop and one that we really highly recommend that if you're looking at starting out, getting into archery, or you're already into it and you need help in any way, you need equipment, these are the guys that we trust a lot and uh, just a great facility. And, boy, that new building's awesome in the outdoor range, Trevin. Oh, it's a beautiful building. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Now, let's talk about that Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge. Yeah, Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge. I'm excited. I'm actually going to get to do my first one, uh, my first Alpha Bow Hunting Challenge coming up. Uh, it's June 3rd and June 4th, and I'm going to head out to the uh, the Newcastle area. They're at the Garfield Creek State Wildlife Area. And, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a opportunity to test yourself uh, head-to-head with other archers, other bow hunters, um, under duress. Uh, so what I mean by that is there's going to be some opportunities to shoot straight up, but then there's going to be some also some opportunities where you're going to have some, there's some, be a few physical challenges to get your heart rate up, your adrenaline pumping, and then you have to perform under those conditions head-to-head against somebody else just like a hunting situation right. where you you know when that bull steps out from behind that bush i know my heart's racing 100 miles an hour <laughs> and i have to control that adrenaline and i have to control my breathing and i have to and i have to make that shot count so it's a it's a great time for camaraderie it's a great time to especially during the off season here which really if you're a hardcore bull hunter there really is no off season you're probably shooting indoors when it's cold and outdoors whenever you can but it's a great time to build that you know what I tell you, the whole time now, I guess four and a half years or so, we've been doing the show, and all you meet so many quality people in this. Uh, I guess what we'll just term the outdoor industry. And you know, when you get out there, people are willing to help other people. Um, you know, you don't feel stupid asking questions because everybody was there at one point themselves. So, uh, but it's just a great, great group of people. It is. And you know what, Scott, I still ask questions. I was at a shoot last night up there in Fort Collins, my home 
uh, Fort Collins Archery Association is kind of what I would consider my home archery club. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, we're out shooting 3Ds and something happens. And, you know, uh, I remember uh, there was one point I was at full draw. And my buddy, Justin Wampler, he reaches over and he fixes my peep sight because my peep sight was a little crooked. And here we are competing. Right. We want, we, it, it reminds me a lot, of, a lot of riding bulls when I used to ride bulls. You know, here you are, you're pulling the guy's rope of the guy you're competing against, and, and you want him to ride that bull. You want him to, to, to do good. It's the same type of friendships and camaraderie that are built around there. And uh, so it's, it's not only good to, to practice, it's not only good to sharpen our skills, but it's great to meet people and to, and to you know, get that, friendship that basic friendship built up Mm -hmm. and i should have checked this before we uh got you on the show today but do you know if there's still time for people to enter into this uh oh yeah alpha bow challenge okay there's actually two more uh there's two left if june 3rd and 4th you know doesn't work for you and you can you can go and and, uh, register there when you get up there uh you can also register uh um there june 17th uh, there's an, another Alpha Bull Hunting Challenge uh, in uh, at No Limits at Still Shop, okay. um, and and then what they're going to end up doing is those are going to be the qualifying uh, rounds for their finals that, that are July 1st and 2nd there at No Limits. Okay, great. So you know when you are practicing, and we talked about this uh, last week on the show, but when you're practicing, how do you really? Um, because rarely, and you can probably be a first person to say, I've never taken a shot like this, but most people, you know, they'll stand there, they'll practice, shoulders square, feet level, you're on a level surface, and well, it's easy to get the proper posture and all the things shooting, but rarely will you take a shot like that in the field. You're either kneeling, squatting, whatever the case may be. How do you go about practicing the different, you know, shots that you may have to take in the field? Well, I... I... I think one thing that helps me understand how to practice that is events like alpha bull hunting and train to hunt, which I'm also uh, competing in the train to hunt challenges. Um, and they put you in situations. Uh, and then once you've done that, then you know how to go back to the house or to the home range, whatever, and practice. Um, a couple ideas, if, if people want to know some, some different, is just kneeling, just kneeling and shooting, uh, um, sitting, in a chair, sitting on the ground, um, and, and don't practice something where you're unsafe. Um, but you know, I say that right now. Yeah. Be, be safe. But um, I would practice um, holding. So that means you come to draw, and I would literally have your buddy give you a 30 second clock, and set yourself in where you can lock yourself in, stay steady. You you might not be aiming through that whole time, but once that 30 seconds goes, then take aim and shoot. What that's going to do is there's many times when that buck steps out, but he's got that branch or an elk, you know, that, that, that branch is right in the vitals. And mm-hmm. you have to wait for them to take that, that one step. Um, the other thing I practice on a lot is a, what, I, what you call a follow-up shot. I'll make my first shot just as steady as I can. Then I'll take a couple of steps, knock another arrow, and get another shot off and try and make it right next to my first shot, you know, a killing shot. Um, and but I try and do that as quickly as possible because every once in a while it doesn't happen very often. Every once in a while you can get a second arrow in an animal if you're if you're quick enough about yep. it. Um, and you know the, 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 we owe it to those animals uh, just because 
we need to practice, we need to be accurate, and we need to, you know, we're taking a life. We need to do that as quickly and painlessly as possible. Absolutely. Trevin Stolfus is our guest, host of Outback Outdoors. And again, if you're interested in this Alpha Boat Challenge, uh, you can check that out online, uh, Facebook as well. Uh, call No Limits Archery. Uh, they can get you fixed up there. And again, if you are looking for, you know, a great place to shoot, uh, get some help and um, really look at a, a great, great equipment as well and really get help in selecting that. Because, Trevin, I think that's a big challenge for a lot of people, too, you know, boy, you know, to get the guys that say, hey, OK, I'm getting into this got a budget I want to spend but man you walk in there's so many different choices with bows and arrows and broadheads and all the things real quick before our first break here um how do you go about selecting um you know all your different things well you know uh, I've been in it a long time yeah so so what I what I would tell the beginner is just like when you walk into the golf shop and you look around and there's all these clubs go to the golf pro Go to somebody who understands who can fit you properly. And, um, you know, Phil, Phil offers that. Um, he, you don't have to spend, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't. You mm-hmm. can get into a great bow. And sometimes it's even better because of the fact that as you develop as a bow hunter, you become uh, – things change, and you're going to find that certain equipment fits you even better as you advance. So, you know, to go in and drop – $1,500 on your first bow ever might not be the smartest thing. You need to go in there. You need to shoot different bows, just like you're, you know, swinging different clubs. Sure. Find what works for you. Right. Trevin Stolfus is our guest. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Stack Optical creates their own lenses in their own shop, so you're getting exactly what you need for your eyes without having to wait for weeks to get your eyeglasses. They have a huge selection, lots of different colors, lots of different styles that look great, including the option of rimless glasses, which basically look like you're not wearing glasses at all. They're really cool. This is Marie Christine at KLZ. I visited Stack Optical and was very happy with my eyeglasses. They look great. I can see better. I didn't have to wait for them to order my lenses from somewhere else. Visit Stack Optical on Cherry Creek North Drive in Denver. Mention Haystack Help Radio and get their $69 eye exam. It's a great deal. Stack Optical in Denver. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at One Shot Gear in Inglewood. If you are a hunter, you know that after a full year of training, shooting, and planning, when the season rolls around, you are lucky to get one shot at a trophy. At One Shot Gear, they've got you covered with the largest selection of premium hunting gear in Colorado like Blosser Rifles, Sitka Gear, and Night Force Optics. The One Shot Gear team has the experience so they can help you find exactly what you need for the hunt of a lifetime. When only the best will do, choose One Shot Gear, located at 4720 South Santa Fe circle in Inglewood. One Shot Gear is your premium hunting gear headquarters. Call 303-284-3828. That's 303-284-3828. If Sitka makes it, One Shot Gear has it. They're the largest stocking dealer in Colorado. Ask for Grant. Tell him Sportsman of Colorado sent you. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and you receive 10% off of all clothing and boots. One Shot Gear is an official sponsor of Sportsman of Colorado. If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. 
Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing. Hi, Dan Johnson with Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. And right now we're selling all 2017 Chevrolets at employee supplier pricing, plus all the rebates, for a total of up to $11,000 off on some vehicles. And we need your trade-ins, and we'll pay the highest prices anywhere, whether you owe money on it or not. Give us a chance, you won't be sorry. I guarantee you that nobody can sell you a Chevrolet for less than Lynn Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the lease. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax, or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. We've got Trevin Stolfus with us today. Trevin is the host of Outback Outdoors, talking a little archery. Um, our big game season is just right around the corner. Now, here's something we want to mention real quick. June the 15th, uh, if you're in northern Colorado, um, Trevin's uh, alerted me to this, too. That's the Full Draw Film Tour in Loveland. The doors open at 6 p.m. It'll be 6 to 9. And, uh, again, this is hosted by the Full Draw Film Tour in Loveland. And uh, you can get tickets by going to this website, show, S-H-O-W, clicks c-l-i-x dot com again that's showclicks.com so trevin tell us about this film tour well you know and it's and the cool thing about it they're not just keeping it to northern colorado uh june 16th yeah i saw there's denver. gonna be one in denver yep yeah they're gonna come down and bring it down to denver and the nice thing about that is uh, you know if, if if it doesn't work for you on that you get friday night and that's going to be at the Leninger building um, uh, again, doors open at six, uh, show starts at seven. Uh, the, the full draw film tour was started during their seventh season. And I have had the privilege of being a part of it, um, since the beginning. Um, and, uh, this year we even have a film in it, um, called too close for comfort. Uh, it's a spot and stock, uh, mule deer hunt. And this is, uh, an opportunity to get in a comfortable film theater type setting surrounded by like-minded individuals and watch some hardcore comma hilarious uh identifiable <laughs> uh you know uh, uh characters on the screen and some of the some some of the production is real high some of the production is is not as high but the storyline is just very compelling and so these are all uh it's, it's really a smorgasbord of of great Adventures, and that's what these are more like. This isn't a television, a series of television. You're not going to go in there and watch back-to-back television shows. You're going to go and watch ten to twelve-minute films of these adventures told in much more of a cinematic style. Um, I think it's great. They're going to give away some prizes. There's bows they give away. Um, uh, you know, there's uh, again great, great camaraderie. Should be some good laughs, and uh, yeah, I want to invite everybody to come out. It's a great time, and it's now's the time that sometimes we get a little lackadaisical and, and and need the motivation, and this is a great way to remember why we 
why do we work so hard? You know, this is the end goal is to get out there and be able to, we might not always kill something, but we definitely love to get out there and, and, and it's the adventure that keeps us coming back. Absolutely. And again, this is going to be held in Loveland at the Rialto Theater. That's at 228 East 4th Street in Loveland. Again, you can go to this website, show, S-H-O-W, clicks, C-L-I-X, showclicks.com for tickets. That is June the 15th uh, from 6 to 9. And as Trevin said also, um, if you'll go to the uh, website there for full draw film tour. Um, there'll be a lot of dates where they're all over the country uh, doing this, but they will be down here in Denver as well. Now we mentioned train to hunt kind of quickly and our, our friend, um, there, uh, man, my mind just went totally blank. Kenton Claremont. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, Kenton, uh, of course kicked this thing off, but, uh, educate us a little bit about train to hunt. Train to hunt was really formed. And, and, and the difference between alpha bow hunting and train to hunt is, uh, alpha bow hunting is definitely a much more of a camaraderie. No, nah, I don't even want to say that. That's not true. Alpha bow hunting is its own thing. It's it's a lot of fun. But train to hunt is more of a CrossFit meets bow hunting. Hmm. And um, Ken Claremont, who's a great friend of mine, came up with this idea to help people who don't know some of the things that they can be doing in the off season uh, to get themselves ready for some of these more physically demanding hunts. So he put together a program, kind of like CrossFit, where every day you can go to the Train to Hunt website, you become a member, and you can actually get workouts. And they all in, are encompassed or uh, built around the idea of preparing for a physically demanding hunt. And, uh, of course, it's going to integrate shooting your bow, but it's also going to integrate pack, you know, packing and, uh, and, and hiking and, and some of the more physical things. So after a few years, there was enough push that people said, hey, let, let's test ourselves. So just kind of like the CrossFit Games comes together, now Train to Hunt was formed, and it's a, uh, it used to be a two-day event. It's now a one-day event where you come together and you do a, a, a shoot, a 3D shoot, which is more of a, a bow hunter's type of 3D shoot with a lot of those uh, draws and holds, and and you come to full draw on your knees, and you stand up, and you have to walk two steps, uh, you know, get your target, shoot, uh, time things. So more hunting specific shots, mm-hmm. and then after after that, then you, you you get into a challenge course, and in the challenge course, there is a definitely a physical challenge. We're, and you run, I think it's uh, around three, 200 to 300 yards, and then you take your shot. Now, again, your heart rate's up, your adrenaline's up. Then you go and you do another physical challenge, and, you, and then you run. And what it's designed to do is to test yourself. And, um, and it, so it's, it's a little bit more intense than, say, an alpha bull hunting as far as the physicality. Um, but it has its place. And I, I actually am training to compete in, in the Casper, Wyoming one. Um, for me, events like this just spur me on. Right. They just give me the motivation. When I know I, I want to sit on the couch and eat potato chips, <laughs> because let's be honest, I'm, <laughs> I kind of I like potato chips and I kind of like sitting on the couch. Right. Um, but, you know, it gives me just that little emphasis to go out there and go, man, I want to perform well at, uh, you know, these, these events. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do some of these exercises. Well, guess what? Come hunting season. I'm in good shape. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, you know, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. You, you're, you're living a healthier lifestyle. You're going to feel better. You're going you're gonna, to uh, you're gonna operate better when it comes time for hunting season. So, anyway, that's uh, Train to Hunt. Go to traintohunt.com. There's, there's all the info you could want. There's uh, events all over the country. Uh, one's going to be up at uh, Grand Junction coming up, and then one is going to uh, be, uh, or the closest one to us is Junction, and then, of course, Casper, Wyoming, July 1st. Okay, great. So, A few more minutes left here. Let's talk about some of your recent, recent excursion and one I want to bring up with your muskox. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Man, muskox. I'm telling you, that had to be so cool. You know, when I first, uh, I didn't know what a muskox was years ago, and then I saw my first, I think it was an article on hunting muskox in the Arctic Circle. And I just shook my head. I, there's no way ever, ever I can do that hunt. It's going to be way too expensive. It's, you know, all these different things went through my mind. But I remember thinking how cool and prehistoric looking a muskox looked. And over time, you know, there's, there's muskox that, that are, you know, Alaska. Um, you've got some muskox in different places, but usually up toward the Arctic Circle. Well, there's muskox in Greenland, believe it or not. Mm. And um, Greenland is, uh, wasn't green when I was there, let me tell you that, uh, <laughs> that much. But Greenland has opened itself up to, and of course, being a bow hunter, uh, Greenland, for a lot of years, Greenland was, it was not legal to hunt with a bow for muskox. And uh, I don't know, the past four or five years, don't quote me on that. They opened it up, and it's, you still cannot hunt muskox with a traditional bow in Greenland, but you can with a compound. And I have a good buddy that owns uh, outdoor adventure uh, specialties. He's basically he's the guy that you go to when you hunt, want to hunt tar, when you want to hunt a, a, an ibex in Spain. Um, and he has all the connections and actually facilitates. Um, his name's Chris Muller. He facilitates all the details for people to go on these hunts affordably. Gotcha. Um, you know, he checks out the outfitter. He does, you know, he does. Because that's that huge stuff. to do. I mean, you've heard the nightmare oh. story as long as I have. You can't believe every ad. Uh, you, you have to check people out. Well, it's like you and Bushman's Quiver. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, uh, you have experience. When you tell people, hey, go, if you want to go to Africa, Bushman's Quiver is a, is a solid whatever, or, or whoever, Quentin Smith, for example, people call me about, hey, I want a mule deer hunt, I want an elk hunt. I can honestly tell them, you can trust this individual, mm-hmm. you can trust this organization. Um, you know, hunting is hunting, don't get me wrong. I, if, if, if people tell you you're, gonna, you're guaranteed a kill, well, you're probably hunting behind a high fence or it's a shady deal um, because hunting is still hunting. Right. But that's what this guy does. That's what Chris does. And so Chris got a hold of me, and he said, hey, I had this opportunity. I've got two spots here, and I'm, I want to go, and I want you to come with me, and I want you to, I want you to, to capture this adventure. So I was fortunate enough to have uh, Dustin Etheridge, our head producer. He came along, tagged along with me, and off we went. And, man, it was nothing like <laughs> I imagined. Nothing. And it I'm was, sure, sure that'll be on an upcoming episode, right? Well, it will, but first it'll be on a film that we're going to be dropping. Um, I just did a huge article for Bow Hunting World that'll be in their extreme issue that it'll come out in, and then we're going to have the... Uh, 
the digital film will be dropping in late July. No, I'm sorry, late summer. Okay. So maybe August, maybe first of September, depending upon the, how, all the things that need to line up for that. Um, that is going to be intense. When we first went out there, you have to understand, we're, we fly into basically the only airport that is accessible in Greenland. Um, and, and then we take these trucks, these special trucks out two hours to the base camp. Well, we're driving on the ocean. It's frozen and we're driving on the ocean. It's 300 feet deep. And we're literally driving out on the ice around this peninsula to get back and up this river and to get back to this base camp that's, you know, back up in there. And then where we actually hunted, we left the base camp. We rode in, uh, in Inuit sleds that were open Inuit sleds that were pulled by snowmobiles. Uh, and we hunted right off of the ice cap. Um, so, you know, it's the temperature range from five to minus 30 degrees. Um, yeah, wow. uh, and it looked, it looked, uh, muskox to me, I thought of rolling tundra, you know, flat, you look over there and there they are, you know, on the same line with you, the same elevation with you, 12. These thinking muskox were at like a thousand foot of elevation in these mountains in saddle. They acted more like sheep than, than I, what I perceived a muskox would act like. And so it was a lot more physically demanding than I thought. And I was, fortunately, I was the only one in the party to kill one with a bow. And, uh, yeah, we, I killed a great one. And, and, and it, was, it was, I mean, it was like uh, Empire Strikes Back in the beginning of Empire Strikes Back <laughs> when, when Luke is on that hop, that, the planet hop, right? And, and then they have to cut open that beast to stick him in there to keep him warm. I was expecting to see, you know, woolly mammoths. Right. I and mean, that's how pre- prehistoric this whole landscape was. Wow. It was awesome. That sounds like something really cool. Can't wait to see the film on that and read your article as well. Be sure and catch, and we'll get Trevin back on again. We're about out of time here. But uh, Outback Outdoors, again, that'll be happening, uh, did you say, in October, I believe that is? Uh, yes, yeah. yes. That comes back on fourth quarter. So that first week of October, we come out with new shows and then run all the way through March of 2018. All right. And don't forget. June 15th, 6 to 9, the Full Draw Film Tour. Get your tickets now before they get sold out there. Go to showclicks.com. That's S-H-O-W-C-L-I-X.com. Trevin? And they can get them also. They can also oh. get them on full draw, uh, uh, fulldrawfilmtour.com, I think, if, if they need to for that show and for Denver. Okay, the good. The next night, the 16th. Fulldrawfilmtour.com. You can also get tickets there. Great. All right, my friend. Hey, thank you, bud, and we'll probably see you there for that deal June 15th. Awesome, buddy. I look forward right. to it. That's Trevin Stolfus, host of Outback Outdoors. Again, thanks for joining us today. Hope everyone has a great, great weekend. And uh, good luck on the upcoming draw for the big game season here in Colorado. Thanks for joining us today for Sportsman of Colorado.